0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. This is the last segment of today's episode, episode number 75 of this new program here on KSL News Radio. Three quarters of a way to 100. That's pretty good. I'm looking forward to 100. We'll have to find some kind of way to celebrate. Uh, On the line now, I am joined by Sean Reyes. He is the current attorney general for the state of Utah, and he, along with a number of others, have filed the appropriate paperwork to let it be known to the lieutenant governor's office of elections that he would like to retain that seat. He is in a race right now uh, competing uh, for your vote, and we'll speak to him in just a moment to to hear uh, why he feels himself uh, to be the best suit. But first, before we get to that, all this political stuff. Besides, sir, I want to say uh, that my heart breaks for you. Uh, I saw on your Facebook page just the other day you uh, announcing the passage of your uh, father after a battle with cancer. I'm so sorry to to hear that, and I wish you the the very best, not only to you but to the rest of your family.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Lee. That means a lot to my family. And, yeah, things like that have a way of, you know, reprioritizing and refocusing um, everything. Uh, in life, but thank you very, very much. It was an incredible uh, example for us. so uh, it's, a, it's a tough time. tough weekend.
0: Yeah. well uh, if you're if you're able let's let's talk about you for a bit here. Uh, what qualifies you to retain this position of attorney general?
1: Well, well, two of the things I, I'm proudest of, Lee, I want to talk about, first of all, that it's returning trust. respectability and pride back to the AG's office. We've emphasized integrity and ethics in my administration. In our first full year, we won the Daniels Fund Ethics Award as an office. That's a national, highly respected organization, and our motto has been, win the right way. Meaning, Seeking justice is the biggest win, but there are lots of ways lawyers can abuse the legal system. We just won't do it. Uh, We would rather lose a case doing it the right way then win doing it the wrong way of course our our goal is to win doing it the right way and we do a lot of winning the right way on behalf of utah citizens so i'm proud that we are once again known for legal excellence judges court clerks other lawyers even opposing counsel will frequently comment to me on how much we've raised the bar excuse me in terms of the quality of our legal work look We've always had dedicated and bright lawyers in the office, so it's not about them. It's about leadership and empowering these lawyers to be their best. I'll give you an example. It's not the kind of thing that you'll hear in soundbites or news stories, but when I became AG, this is the flagship law firm for the state, double the size of any of the largest private firms with hundreds of lawyers, tens of thousands of cases, We had no document database system, no case management system, things that even small one- or two-person firms would have. We were running on WordPerfect decades behind the times. The only thing related to tech that my immediate predecessor had acquired was a device to destroy computer hard drives. I'm not kidding. It was what we were faced with at the time. How can great lawyers in the office succeed without even the most basic tools that they need? So we we worked hard with the legislature, executive branch, to get these tools in place, and they've made us far more efficient, more effective, and accountable. And speaking of accountability, I inherited an office that had no performance evaluations. People weren't told what they were doing right or wrong, how to improve or achieve. How can you mentor and prepare leaders and lawyers properly without that? So that's what happens when leadership is focused more on running a political office than a law office, and we've changed all that. We've totally, drastically changed the paradigm. We have worked closely with legislative leaders to increase pace, uh, pace significantly so that we can actually compete in the market. I took an office that was at an all-time low in morale, and now they're proud to represent the AG's office again. And it shows in how they perform. I'm very proud to work with some of the best public servants in the state. The people of Utah deserve to have the best legal representation possible, and we provide that. Yeah. I get to travel the state, up and down, side to for, side, for across con- twenty-nine counties. Yeah, and and let me just say this: people stop me often as we're walking. I was going to say, whether it's small towns or into meetings, to thank us for bringing honor and back and respect, uh, honor and respect back to the office. Um, and they may have nothing to do with the AG's office, but it's a point of pride for them, and it's a big point of pride for me.
0: For for context, you you make all this reference to your immediate predecessor – That, of course, uh, John Swallow, who is also running for attorney general, he uh, the most recent to add his uh, name into the ring, fighting to retain uh, that office. So setting setting that aside, talk to us, uh, Mr. Reyes, about uh, some of your uh, proudest achievements uh, during your tenure so far. And then if you wouldn't mind following that up with uh, what you hope to be the priorities of your office, should you retain the post?
1: Let me let me say, um, as I was mentioning, people people often stop us. Um, it's very gratifying to hear that feedback from them, the positive support. The other reason they stop us so often is to thank me and my office for all we're doing to protect children and families and businesses, and that is really the other biggest point of pride. It's been the emphasis of my administration. And I'll, look, after so much work and effort these past years after 70 to 80-hour work weeks, sometimes 100-hour work weeks during the legislative session or now during the COVID crisis, after so much time building coalitions and partnerships, bipartisan ones, public and private ones, big city and rural ones, after all that my team has given and we've given everything that we have to serve Utah, it is an extreme point of pride to hear these Utah citizens thank us for our children's justice centers, stopping child abuse. Thank us with tears in their eyes for keeping their children safe from committing suicide or other self-harm through our Safe UT app, or praising our state opioid task force that I helped create that's helped their spouse recover from an opioid addiction or kept their brother alive uh, with naloxone. So it's gratifying to hear from citizens like these thanking us for defending their kids from child predators and human traffickers and drug cartels, for keeping them uh, from being scammed out of their life savings or prosecuting an affinity fraudster that ruin their lives and businesses. In fact, we've been more focusedly on prosecuting white-collar crime than any AG before me. Utah was known as the Ponzi scheme capital of the nation when I came into office, and then we created a first-of-its-kind fraud registry partnered with the SEC and other agencies to protect good businesses and aggressively prosecute scams and frauds. And that's just scratching the surface as far as all that our office has accomplished. We defend our state lands and resources. We've won pivotal cases and battles to empower Utah and Utahns to have more control over our own destiny, whether it's with monuments, navigable waters, or public lands. So the success we have seen protecting Utahns from crimes and other threats speak for themselves. There really isn't time. I could provide statistics on dozens of different initiatives and successes we've led in Utah and nationally, but I, you know, if there's time at the end, I'll give you a couple yeah, t- um, that show the results.
0: That, well, that well t- t- time is tight. In fact, it is come to an end here. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, let's look for opportunities to talk more about these priorities. Priorities, And I'm sure as this uh, race develops, you and I will be speaking again and, and certainly uh, discussing other issues uh, within your capacity as Attorney General now. So uh, again, let me just repeat uh, my, my thoughts and prayers with your family uh, after the loss of your father. And also, I wish you the best of luck as you uh, pursue uh, re-election. I'm grateful to you for your time and your work in the office.
1: Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. Take care now. We'll see you. All right.
0: Thanks so much. Uh, That's going to do it for today's episode of Live Mike. Just a minute to go before we say goodbye. Uh, And what is coming next will be very uh, important. We are going to continue to follow the important developments of this coronavirus. We've learned new numbers today out of the state, now five. Deaths have come as a result of this coronavirus, this invisible enemy we are fighting here together. And uh, as I mentioned earlier in the program today, the way we fight it, the tools we have in our arsenal to continue to wage the war against this enemy is to follow the good advice of the experts. We heard from state epidemiologist Angela Dunn earlier today when she repeated the fact that social distancing is working. It may not be great radio for me to repeat it over and over again, but it is good for our health. It is good for our society and is good for the vulnerable. Social distancing is working. Remember that if you don't remember anything else. Next up, it's Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news here on KSL News Radio.